You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be the last podcast of the year. This may be the last podcast of the year. Uh, We might get an extra one in there. Um, But uh, if I don't speak with you again, Noelle, I wanted to wish you a very happy holidays. Why, thank you, and the same to you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, today we are going to talk about the marriage blaws. Um, is, are they a death knell of the relationship? Um, you know, you hear people complain sometimes about being bored in their marriage, uh, about having the blaws. You know, it's it's not about love. They love their spouse. They feel loved. But it's just like as if they're going through the motions. There's no real enthusiasm for the relationship. And often uh, that's the point at which... People find themselves attracted to someone else or someone is new and exciting. Um, When you don't have that enthusiasm for your marriage, is it over? Should you settle for what you've got? Or, you know, is this a natural thing to look for something or someone new? And unfortunately, Stephen, an awful lot of the time it is someone new that you end up looking for. And then then we have a problem. But... I think the question really is, Steve, is is it that you don't have enthusiasm for your marriage or you don't have enthusiasm for your life? Mm. Because, frankly, what I've learned in working with couples is what's most common if, you know, you, as you were pointing out, Steve, you, you love your spouse and you know they love you, okay? It's, it's, it's that you're not feeling enthusiasm for what's going on in your life, any of it. And when you don't have enthusiasm for that, then you tend to project your feelings of boredom and blah onto your spouse. I mean, hey, they're the closest target, right? You sure? Yeah, and they're much easier to blame for your blahs than, oh, heavens, take a closer look at oneself, right? (laughs) Yeah. Who wants to do that, right? (laughs) Yeah, you know? And that, frankly, Steve, is one of the primary reasons people have affairs. Mm. It's not because they don't love their spouse, but because they feel the need for excitement, Okay. And the excitement works both ways, okay? If you step out on your spouse, first you get the thrill of the affair. There's all that hidden stuff and that secret stuff and all that kind of thing, right? Uh-huh. And then there's a whole bunch more excitement, which is negative, but excitement is excitement, when the affair comes to light. Now you have to work on your marriage or you have to get out of your marriage or you have to whatever, whatever. But if you notice, Steve, there's a level of excitement or what we psychologists will just plain old call stimulation. Uh-huh. in your life that you haven't felt. Okay. <laughs> so it's a bit of a problem, okay? Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yes, in, in that regard, lack of enthusiasm can be the death knell of a, of a marriage, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, so you, uh, I want to get back to uh, something you said about lacking enthusiasm for your life. How does that fit with the marriage blahs more specifically? Well, often when we're not enthusiastic about our lives, we expect others to fix it for us. So, 
you'll say to your, your, your spouse, okay, you're not feeling the, you've got the marriage blahs, and you say to them, I'm not feeling that thrill. And what you expect is for your spouse to do something about it. Or you'll, you'll say, you know what, it's just that we need to get away. We just need that lover's weekend together. And so you do that, and it feels great, and you come home, and boink, you're not feeling enthusiastic again. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, is that just like it's not up to your spouse to, quote, make you happy, it's not up to your spouse to generate your feelings of enthusiasm for your life or for your relationship. That is up to you. And honestly, we don't like to think that way, Steve. We like to think it's their fault. Mm-hmm. And, and so how, I mean, how do you do that? How do you get that enthusiasm going again? You start by looking at yourself, you know? You ask yourself questions like, when did I last read a book that expanded my mind as opposed to read something that, you know, just R&R and kicking back or whatever? When did I challenge myself to do better at work? I mean, really better, not just to get that raise, but really expand your skill set. When did I pick up a new hobby, right? Or when did I take an ongoing hobby, something I've, I've done 20 years, 10 years, whatever, and actually take that thing to a new level? Mm-hmm. Or you can ask yourself things like, well, when did I last make a new friend, you know? When did I last get involved in a cause or, or a discussion, whether it's online or off? When did I last volunteer anywhere? See, all of these are easy, accessible ways to become enthusiastic about something. And that's the real key, Steve. It's when you start getting enthused about something in your life, now you can re-engage with your spouse bringing fresh stuff to the marriage. And that's where you can start to make things better. Okay. And so when you say re-engage with your spouse, do you mean like propose all over again? Bended knee and all? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, unless you did a really bad job of it first round. You probably didn't because guess what? You're married. (laughs) No. When, uh, When I talk about engagement, what I really mean is to get interested in your spouse in their life, in what's going on inside of them. You know, the problem is, even just after two years or three years, much less, 20 or 30, mm-hmm. is that we tend to stop, let me backtrack, we tend to assume we know everything about our spouse. I mean, after all, we live with them all the time. But the bottom line is we stop asking those questions we used to ask in courtship. Like, so what are your goals these days? Or, you know, what, how have your dreams changed? Or, you know, now that, that our child is going to kindergarten, what are, your, what are your fears? What are your concerns? Or how do you want to... In other words, all those sort of questions, we just assume we know the answer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's real hard to, to get something fresh going if you assume you already know everything, right? Yeah. And so that would be sort of on the, on the getting, getting reengaged with my spouse, with what's going on inside of them. But then there's also the doing part, because doing things together is really, really key to keeping things enthusiastic and fresh in the marriage. So do some activity that's new for the both of you, or maybe just new for you, maybe something they've done for, you know, whatever. But so she's always gone to Pilates, and you've always gone, oh, please. So go, mm-hmm. you know, get, get interested in it. Find out what it's about. Be bold, be daring. How about climbing a mountain together? Or a hill, you know, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. Or go do a, a week on an archaeological dig, or, or go visit that Indian reservation that's just 
an hour away, but you just never go. Sure. Or, or how about volunteering at the local zoo? I guarantee you'll find fresh and exciting going on there. You know, so in other words, get out of your usual routine. Okay. Because the marriage laws have everything to do with things falling into kind of a rut where the dust can settle too easily. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is don't rely on your spouse to get that thrill going for you. On the contrary, it's up to you to get to put the thrill back for not only yourself but them and the marriage as well. Okay. And what, you know, we've focused a lot about um, reengaging yourself and looking toward yourself about mm-hmm. doing that sort of things. But what if you're making these efforts and your spouse isn't reciprocating? They're not showing that same sort of enthusiasm to kind of shake things up. Then you probably have a deeper issue going on than the blahs. Okay. See, that's the thing, is um, I, I'm sure you're aware, Stephen, in psychology there's depression and there's depression, okay? Mm-hmm. There's depression, which is a, we call situational, meaning that um, you lost your job or your, your child is going through an illness or, you know, whatever. And that situational meaning that it will change, you, you'll feel unblawed when the situation changes. Okay. And then there's depression, which is very different. It doesn't matter if the situation changes. You're still going to feel icky. Well, that's the same thing with the marriage blog. We're really, we, what we're addressing today, Steve, is that first level, which is kind of the, the red, the, the warning light level, uh-huh. okay, which is where you still love each other, but there's potential for danger, for problems, etc., because of the blog. But sometimes the marriage blogs are actually on the part of one spouse or the other much deeper okay. and have more to do with, you know what, this marriage doesn't fit for me, this person isn't who I thought I married, or I've grown in ways that are too different from who we were. I mean, those are much deeper issues. Okay. And there can still be love, but maybe it is transforming into a friend-type love as opposed to love-love. So what, I mean, what if you, you do get enthused about your life and, and uh, you're having fun doing whatever it is with your spouse, um, and, and they are engaging with it, but you find that you're just not that interested in them anymore. Then you're in that depression part. Okay. And you want to go for counseling. I mean, you want to go get some help because it is possible that whatever's come up for you that's sitting underneath that you aren't really aware of, but the symptoms of the blotting and you just, you know, you just can't get it up no matter how much you try all these various approaches, then there's probably something deeper and it's very possible that it can get un- unearthed, if you will, dug up, looked at, and things can be better. Um, but you know what we usually find, Steve, is it nine times out of ten, when you follow these suggestions on revitalizing your enthusiasm for your own life and then re-engage with your spouse, they work great. Mm-hmm. And you can take your marriage to a whole other exciting level of happiness. And that, you know, and that's part of why the beginning stages of the marriage and relationship are so exciting is because everything's new and fresh and you're constantly trying new things and exploring That's new right. things together throughout that entire process. It's when That's it's right. when you stop doing that exploration that you fall into that dusty rut. It does, and it's very sad because often you've got a perfectly good relationship with two good people who sincerely love each other and they just can't find their way out of the rut because they keep pointing the finger at the other. You do it for me. You know, go buy some sexy lingerie. No, you be more of a man around the house. That'll look like, you know, whatever. And and we fail to realize that it ain't about them. Yeah. Not at the outset. 
Uh, you know, well, this being the holidays and everything, I think there's probably a lot of moving and shaking going on uh, with a lot of things on people's plates. Um, so I hope people come back and listen to this episode again in the new year when things kind of settle down mm-hmm. and they have a little bit more time. Um, and maybe maybe a holiday gift could be, you know, lessons to 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 learn some new craft or joining of some new club or something that will uh per, you know will propel new experiences going into 2011. I think that is a great idea, Steve, especially since everybody's kind of on a budget this year. Yeah. Put it mildly. <laughs> you know, to, uh, to, to give a, um, you know, a promise to go do X together, whatever X is or Y in the new year, I think that's a fantastic gift. And also, it keeps that Christmas spirit going, which mm-hmm. is, is really fun and, and feels so good. And this should, this should at minimum be a bullet point on your New Year's resolution list of oh, absolutely. we need to yeah. find something this year that we've never done in the past together yeah. and hopefully do more than one thing through in the next 12 months. So Absolutely, yes. That, in other words, if you're going to get out of that rut, any habit takes, takes a bit to get into a new habit, so you've got to be willing to do something more than just once. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we've given them enough to chew on uh, for this for another week. Uh, so thank you so much for your time, Noel. Thank you, Steve. And you guys are listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are "Your Man Is Wonderful" and "Dangerous Relationships." Uh, you can get more information at her website, yourmanaswonderful.com. And if you throw a slash blog at the end, you can read her blog there. Uh, you can also find her at drnoelnelson.com and follow her on Twitter at drnoelnelson. I am also on Twitter at Hitched Media. And um, again, like I said at the very beginning, if, uh, if we're not back on before the end of this year, happy holidays. Please have a safe holidays. Uh, treat your spouse well. Treat your family well. Be nice to each other because there's a lot of stress this time of year. And uh, enjoy the season. So, uh, Noelle, always a pleasure. And uh, can't wait to do this uh, very soon in 2011 and beyond. Sounds terrific. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.